Yo, what is up? <laughs> Hi. Welcome, 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 welcome to Dating After Abuse for Moms of Girls. Being a mom of girls is super ghetto. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So welcome to episode five. I think I get lost in the sauce. I, when I, especially when I bulk record, um, I think it's episode five. We're just going to go with that. Um, yeah, it's episode five. Okay. <laughs> so this episode is all about getting ready to leave. This is for my moms who are in abusive relationships that are still there. You know that it's time. You know that it's time. You are gathering up your strength every fucking day. But there are so many, so many things to consider. It's a scary ass move to make because there are so many variables and everybody's situation is different. But I want to dig into some of the things that come along with leaving, some of the thoughts, some of the ways to conquer those thoughts, some of the feelings that come up with our daughters and how to deal with that. Um, yeah, because it's a balance. It's a balance of doing what you know is right. It's a balance of shedding light on a situation in a way that maybe they can understand. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It's a balance. So here you are ready to go. You know it's time and what keeps coming up. There are so many aspects of a relationship. You have the financial aspect. You have the scheduling aspect, the, the, you know, the daily life, the things that go into that and how two parents or two partners or whatever your dynamic is, how they, you know, how they have these lives that are together and they're integrated and taking, you know, taking it apart. It's complicated and it's scary. Um, but when you talk about the financial piece, a lot of times the man makes the money or it makes the most money or your lifestyle is based on both incomes or one income. Maybe you don't have, you know, who knows? There are so many different structures that we are coming from and talking about all of the details the first thing you want to do is make a plan make this elaborate ass plan and accept the good and the bad that comes with it when i first decided to leave my marriage this wasn't the abusive relationship um, but when I left the marriage, which is really, you know, the point where the, the whole parenting dynamic changed, the whole mom identity changed. So I knew that. So he made more money than I did. I had a new job making the most money that I've ever made, but still it wasn't a lot. I had, he, you know, he made more money than I did. He had the ability to make more money than I did in his, um, field. And I was scared. I was nervous. I was nervous that I wasn't going to be able to put food on the table. 
I, cause we had moments when we was together and we couldn't put food on the table. I was nervous that I wouldn't be able to pay the bills. I wouldn't, you know, I would lose the house. I would, you know, the electricity would get cut off. Everything would be shut off and we would have to go to the homeless shelter. That, like that's as deep as my mind went. So what I did is mentally, I played out the worst case scenario. If I went to, had to go to the homeless shelter, how would I make the best of this? Like, how do we survive this? I may, you know, I was visualizing us in this homeless shelter, you know, bedazzling our sheets, bedazzling our backpacks because we got to carry our backpacks in, you know, playing games, making forts, you know, I was like mapping out if something happened, how would I protect my kids? Um, what's the conversation going to sound like if we get to that point? Like, hey, guys, things are kind of rocky right now. We're going to go stay in the show. Like I mapped out every detail of the worst of the worst. And I got OK with that. This is what's going to if if it happens, it's not going to be the end of the world. And this is how we're going to move through it. This is how much, you know, I started mapping. out like, oh, you know working the job that I have right now. This is how much money we can save. And this is how long it's going to take us to get out the shelter. If I lose that job and I only made this amount of money, this is how long it's going to take for us to get. Like I figured out the worst case scenario and I let that be okay in my soul. Like we're going to be fine. Like it's going to be okay. If we have to eat noodles every day, it is what it is. (laughs) Like I stopped letting that fear hold me back and I started being okay with it. Like, we're going to, I need to do this. I need to move forward and it's okay. So thinking about the finances really, you know, I had to really come to grips with things might fall apart. And there were days where they did. There were, thank God, like I'm telling you, the universe always has my back because the there was one time that money was just so bad for me. I, I was, I uh, was not working my contract had ended with the bank and I was on unemployment. Money was super tight and the lights got cut off. The lights got shut off for a couple of days. Thank God they were with dad that week and they didn't have to deal with that. They didn't have to see it. They didn't have to feel that pain, but it, it got there and we survived and it was fine. Um, so yeah, when you talk about the financial aspects, you need to have a plan. You need to plan for the best and you need to plan for the worst and you need to be okay with that because that will cause you to say, I can't do this. When you start thinking about putting value or labels or interpreting, like, what does it mean? What does it mean if we go to a shelter? Oh, that means you're a bad mom. Oh, that means you are failing. It doesn't mean that. That means life is happening and you're human and you're doing the best the fuck that you can. So try to learn to disassociate putting a meaning to things that happen in life, life events. They're just circumstances. They're circumstances and you decide how you look at them. And if you want to look at them as if you're failing, it's going to be, it's going to feel horrible. It's going to feel like the longest thing ever. And, it's, and you're just going to go into this whole this hole, this hole, like this literal hole that it's hard to dig yourself out of once you get down into it. So make a plan, figure out the worst and the best and be okay with it. Plans don't always go as they should, but they like security blankets. They make you feel good and and whatever you need, 
to move forward with that decision. If leaving means you got to go live with your mom for a minute, what does that mean about you? Not a goddamn thing. That means you are strong enough to make a good decision and you were willing to do anything that it takes to make sure that your daughters didn't have to see that, to make sure that you're whole to be the good parent that you want to be. So changing the perspective about what that means because you're doing something like this is necessary. Like, what does it mean if you decide to stay? That means you're not strong enough. That means that you can't do it. You think that you can't do it on your own. That means you are failing. You are failing. You're failing your kids because you let them watch you go through this. You're, you're, you're basically telling them that you need a man and you have to stay in this and you have no choice. And if shit gets crazy for you, don't know what to tell you. Don't, don't know what to tell you. So everything you do is really just, it's a, it's a, it's a rule book for them. This is how we make it work. This is what we do. Um, so take that in consideration every time you think about staying. Um, and you want this, this is a celebration. Like this is something major, like Get excited about all the possibilities of living a new life. Get excited about not being stressed out every day. You want to make this exciting. You want to make this as stress-free as possible. And as much as people don't want to accept the responsibility for this, you create the stress. You create the living hell. You create all the bad shit based on how you look at it. So, my favorite life coach, Brooke Castillo, she uses this and I think it's used in other psychology professionals, um, professions. <laughs> it's the circumstance, thought, action, result model. So circumstances, circumstance, everybody has circumstances in their life. This whole separation, divorce, moving out, starting again. This is the circumstance. You can't change those. But essentially, circumstances are neutral. So one person looking at the circumstances, celebrating it for you, like, yeah, girl, like, this is great. Oh, my God. Another person is like, this is horrible. You're going to fail. Another person is like, oh, marriage is of God and you're breaking up God's word. Like, everybody has a different way of looking at this. That means that, you know, it's no, there's no set in stone idea of what this means. You get to choose. So if you get to choose the thought that you have about this, why not choose a thought that feels good? Because those thoughts affect your physiology. They have a physical effect on your body. If you choose horrible thoughts about how hard it's going to be and so much fear, and you are literally killing yourself. And that doesn't make it true. The thoughts that you think, just because you think them, or just because somebody else had to go through the experience, doesn't mean it's true. Doesn't mean it's going to be the same for you. You get to choose. You can choose a thought where it's like, this is a new beginning and it's really exciting. I get to go out on my own. I get to explore myself. I get to start healing. I get to come home every day to a quiet place and not be on pins and needles around this person. I get to create a safer, more structured environment for my daughters where I can be true to myself and I can teach them how to be true to themselves. I get to be the parent I want to be. I get to be the woman that I want to be. I get the possibility of finding a partner that actually gives a shit about me. Like so many possibilities. You can choose that thought. And it'll start releasing, releasing endorphins. And now you feel good. And now you feel energized. And now the kids are like, what's up with mom? Like <laughs> something's happening. So the circumstance is neutral. 
You get to choose a thought, which the thoughts that you think predict the actions that you take. So if you think this is going to be hard, it's going to be horrible. I can't do this. this everything's going to fall apart. You're going to not take action or you're going to take action that is not conducive to you growing. You're going to try to make it work with him or, you know, something out of the ordinary, something that is going to give you the results that you don't want, which is not moving on, not moving forward, not healing, but thinking a different thought, like this is going to be great. This has to be done. This is going to, you know, it's not going to be as horrible. It's, it might be tough for a minute, but then you take action based on the new thought. And now, oh, now you're asking about apartments. Now you are looking, you know, figuring out how to make this happen discreetly. Now you're, you're active. You are intentionally moving towards the results that you want. You're going to get those results because you chose the right thoughts to take action on. So just being mindful of the neutrality of circumstances and not getting caught up in what this means or, you know, what somebody else says it means, or I'm a failure or any of that shit. Like you get to choose what everything means. Choose good thoughts. So another thing other than the financial aspect is the structure. You know, you know that kids do better in a two parent household. You know that your daughters are going to miss dad and that the, the structure of your life is going to change. And that comes along with thoughts of guilt, thoughts of betrayal, thoughts of being a failure, thoughts of, you know, there's so many manipulations that are going to, you know, manipulative bids that somebody's going to bring with that. You're trying to take my kids away from me. Um, you know, you're, you're, you can't do this on your own, or you may be afraid that your partner won't show up or come get the kids, or you'll be stuck with them and you'll never have a break. Like there are so many thoughts to be thought about when it comes to lifestyle structure and scheduling and things like that. But you, again, think about the very best situation and the very worst it could get to the point to where partners just like, fuck it. Like you don't want, you don't want to do this. Like I'm, I'm just going to go do something else and I don't have to see you anymore. Um, you can, you know, it could go in a way where when the kids are there is kind of sketchy and dad's trying to manipulate them or who knows, who, who knows how it's going to go, but prepare for all of the things. It could be bad. If 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 you have the kids all the time and he only gets them on the weekend, then what? How do you make the best of that? Weighing out the pros and cons. Like it's always gonna be a better choice to leave because the kids get to be in a safe, healthy environment, because the kids are going to be watching you thriving, because this is a major lesson for how you become resilient and how you become strong. So when you think about, like, you don't have any control over what your partner is going to do in this. But what I will say is this is a perfect time to build some kind of some kind of faith in something. I don't, I am, if anybody knows me, you know that I am very spiritual. Um, not like crazy spiritual, but like, you know, <laughs> I am so connected to the universe that it's ridiculous. So I have this like unwavering faith 
that things are always going to play out in my favor. That doesn't mean that shit's always going to look cute and like it's going because sometimes everything looks like it's falling apart and it's burning down. And I'm sitting up there like, yeah, it had to do that. Like it had to burn down. Like that's a part of the plan because I always win. I always win. Like, no, like there are things that I just know for sure. And one of them is that it always works out in my favor, even though it may not look like it. Like this shit is a setup for me. So now is a time, like you can't do this by yourself. You're not in control. You can't control everything. You can't, you know, you just can't. Having a connection to a higher power, whether it's God or the universe or infinite intelligence or source or Buddha or whoever, the Dalai Lama, I don't care. Find something, somebody, something to believe in, something to assist. You have to start building your intuition. You have to start trusting yourself. You literally have everything that you need inside of you, like everything. So let me tell you about one of the times where things got when I was unemployed things got like sketchy like financially super sketchy like oh my god (laughs) and I was like okay I need to go back to work it's time to go back to work I gotta go back to work and there were some things that I didn't want to do I didn't want to apply I have to fill out a a lot of applications because I hate those and I'm not good at them they make me feel insecure about who I am so it's like okay I don't want to um I don't want to fill out an application I don't want to have to do an extensive interview because that also makes me feel inadequate. And I want to go back to work in April. This was in like 2018, maybe 2019. So whatever. I didn't trip off much. You know, I applied for a couple of jobs here and there, whatever. But I'm like, I'm, I was telling the kids, I'm like, I'm going back to work. Like, I'm going back to work soon. Just watch. And it's like, where are you going to work? I don't know yet, but it's going to be great. And I'm not stressed out about it. Like, it's cool. Because I really, I have this belief. Like, I can manifest whatever I want. I was just very, just casual about it. I stopped stressing about money. I made the little money work that I had. And we was popping. Um, And so I was scrolling on my phone or something in my email. And a notification popped up and was like, you know, there's a position at Bank of America, which was where I was working as a contractor for an operation analyst, which was my job in the department in global wealth and investment management. I was like, this is, this is the fucking job that I was doing. And so, of course, I went in and I applied. It ended up that one of the girls that they hired full time ended up quitting. And I went right back into my role. I didn't really, I filled out an application, but it wasn't like, you know, I'd already known everything about it. So I filled out the application. I had an interview. It wasn't really an interview. It was like, it was just like a, um, a, you know, just, Hey, just like my, it was with my boss. Like, Hey, you know, we, Hey, welcome back. Like, you know, <laughs> I got my job back. I did not, everything that I said, I, you know, my criteria, not really having to fill out some applications, not having to go through this extensive interview. And I started on May the 1st. I bullshit you not. I mean, April the 1st. I bullshit you not. Like now is the time that you develop a relationship with something higher than you. You cannot do this on your own because you're going to drive yourself crazy trying to work out all the details and you don't have to work out the details. And I got a thousand stories like that. Like literally, literally this 
whole brand shift was confirmed by the universe. It's like, oh, should I add this whole parenting mom thing into there? And I was struggling with it. I called a couple of girlfriends and I asked it out loud to the universe. And I promised the guy within 30 minutes, I had somebody in my social media that was a mom that was struggling with with abuse and had three daughters. It's like, ah, yeah, you should be doing this. Um, You have to develop some kind of relationship with with source and you have to build some trust i am all about the law of attraction i am all about all the universal laws the we are vibration we are vibrating we are interacting with different frequencies and legit if you really believe at your core that shit is gonna always work out in your favor (laughs) i promise you it's never failed me it seemed like it did a couple of times but then when i look back on how it all played out it's like nope that shit, that shit was just a setup. So when it comes to mapping out the leaving and all of that, just know you can do this. Just know that life on the other side of this is amazing. Just some days are going to be rough, but you live in a reality where most days are already rough. So let's not talk about that. You have more strength in you than you believe. I really do believe that. Women that go through what we've gone through are a special kind of woman. This whole process is making you into something incredible, but you got to get to the other side of it. Like you are literally going to affect generations to come because of your strength, because of your story. Like, let's not let this be in vain. It's like, Oh, I was born, I lived, I was abused, and then I died. Like, that story fucking sucks. Like, let's, you know, I was born, I I lived, I was abused, I got out of that, I thrived, I conquered, I did some dope shit, I was a dope-ass mom, my kids are doing great. Like, look at me fucking living life. Like, this is amazing. I don't want the abuse to be in vain. I don't want the strength that you are developing to go to waste. Like, you are here for some reason. You are uniquely built for something. Do not, do not, do not allow somebody to take that away from you because they're miserable. This abuse is not about you. This mistreatment is not about you. This person doesn't have power of their own. They're hurting. They are hurting. So, you know, gift yourself (laughs) with freedom. It's not up to you. It's not for you to carry their pain and their burden. You don't have to do that. And we get to the point to where we're getting ready to leave and we feel bad. We feel bad for them. And Oh, you know, this. what if this person can't make it without me? And how are they going to survive? And how are they going to parent without me? How are they all this? No, fuck that. Like, this is about you. Like, this is your moment to be selfish because those girls are watching. They are going to have things to say and they're not going to understand and they're going to maybe blame you. And if shit gets bad, you know, they're going to have something to say, but you know, in your core that you have to do this and that now is the time. So let's start making a plan, make a money plan, make a best case, worst case, mid case scenario for scheduling Think, I mean, plan down to like, oh, 
This is what we're going to do on our Sundays together now that I have more mental space and energy. This is what we're going to eat. And this is how I'm going to show up more authentically. And this is how I'm going to handle this question. This is how I'm going to handle this downfall. This make a plan that you can just be like, I can fucking do this. Like there is no, this, we're not failing. There is the only failure is to stay. That's when you fail. But if you are moving forward and you're growing and you're being intentional about healing, because there's a whole, this is just a start. It's a whole nother fucking ball game when you get out and you have to start healing and then the trauma starts peeking out and you got to deal with the emotions. You can't even, you can't deal with the shit when you are knee deep in it. You can't sort through it and, and figure out what's happening. You're too close to it right now. Healing can't start. You can't heal in the same place that you got fucked up in. Like it's not, it doesn't work like that. So you, we, we gotta go and you got this and you're so fucking strong. Okay. You're so strong. Like think about everything that you've been through. You're still here and you're still making it happen and you're still being a parent despite all the other shit that you have to deal with. So now is that pivotal moment where we gotta go. And you are not alone. We are, I'm here to support you. I am working on a Facebook community where other people are here to support you. And we got it. There's going to be days where you need to jump into the group and be like, listen, I'm really, I'm, I'm struggling today. And I, I, I don't know if I can do this, but you can and you will. And I cannot wait to see you on the other side of this saying, damn, I can't believe I stayed this long. <laughs> but yeah, you can do this. We got this and I am here for you. However, I can't be like, don't, don't be afraid to just slide into my DM and be like, just like I'm struggling. Cause that's, what's going to help me um, as I continue to build this course for, for you ladies. So yeah, we're thriving. We're living. We're healing. We are doing all the things. And as always, I love you. I am here for you. And I hope that you guys have a dope ass week in the meantime. And I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. We're thriving, living, loving. And of course, we are dating after abuse. <laughs>